Welcome to Drinks On Me. I'm Amy. And I'm Morgs. The potty where nothing is off the table. So grab yourself a glass, guys. Sit down and enjoy the app. Welcome back to Drinks On Me. How is everyone going? Welcome, everybody. Welcome, welcome, welcome. <laughs> Hello. <laughs> <laughs> How have you been, Amy? What's been going on? I've been really good. Obviously, good. <laughs> the usual work, Monday to Friday grind. Um, but last weekend was busy. I am a theatre drama nerd. Which I had no idea, to be completely honest. I when you it. told me what you got up to, I was like, wow, <laughs> this bitch loves the theatre. <laughs> I, I love singing, dancing, acting, all those sorts of things. I did drama in BCE, actually. Wow. I know. I don't think I think I did units one, two, not three, four. Because although I love theatre, I don't. I chicken out. <laughs> but anyway, so yeah, I went to, I had a busy weekend. So on Friday night, I went to an American in Paris, which is, it's not really a musical. It's more dancing. And that mm-hmm. was just incredible. Like just ballet. The women are incredible, but the men, men who can dance. <laughs> Doll, you hear oh that? Oh my God. <laughs> Doll can dance. <laughs> he won't be doing ballet, but he, he can move. But it's, it's incredible, like, just the control. So I saw that Friday night. And then last night I saw Moulin Rouge for the second time, which was really good. So, so good. I know. I had a really good weekend. I've heard weekend. so many good things, but I haven't even... Oh, it is. It's incredible. It's so not long. what I thought at all. I remember really? the first time I went, I was not disappointed. I was more just like, oh, I didn't realise it's nothing like the movie. Yeah, okay. Um, so if you're going to it thinking it's the movie, it's not. Yeah. But it's, it's incredible. Like, it just makes you feel... Like a musical should make you feel like mm-hmm. you're just full of, you just get goosebumps. Yeah. And then when you feel like the bass go through your body, it's just, it, it's oh, wow. incredible. But then, yeah, throughout, like, apart from those shows, I have also decided that I'm going to be doing pottery. <laughs> I, I watched pottery videos nonstop for like a solid <laughs> month at least. It's your calling. And I've just decided, you know what, I'm going to give it a go. So I can't get a pottery reel right now because I live with mum and there's just no space. Mm-hmm. Um, so obviously the wheel will have to wait till I um, move out later this year. But in the meantime, I'll be doing freeform pottery. So oh. this weekend I'm going to get like the clay and stuff. But last weekend I got like all the supplies and like the tools. <laughs> so that's going to be... <laughs> you need to make some drinks on me stuff. I will. I will. And I'm, I, me and Lockie, like at least, you know, we're going to have to spend too much on uh, Christmas presents now because yeah, everyone for the next 10 years will just be getting mugs oh, and cute. plates from me. I'm worried if you're mad about that. <laughs> I'll just fill all of my friends' drawers with just <laughs> bowls and plates. So yeah, that was my weekend. Super wholesome. Fun. Super, super fun. How was your weekend? Um, <laughs> eventful, to say the least. Um, what yeah, events happened? I had too many margaritas on Friday. so oh, Margaritas? Yeah. <laughs> too many margaritas. I haven't heard that one before. Can't coin that um, That is good. Yeah, so Tequila and I unfortunately broke up over mm. the weekend. It was um, one of those kind of nights. Mm-hmm. So, yeah, that was it was a fun lunch and in charge Friday night. Um, paid for it Saturday morning. <laughs> But no, we were meant to go to um, Yours and Ours Festival in Wollongong over the weekend, but unfortunately it got cancelled um, due to the flood risk, which is such a stitch up. It's such a stitch up, but like completely fair. And like, I'm not going to sit here and complain too much about it because people have literally lost their houses and, you know, all kinds of things to the yeah. flood. So, you know, it's one of those things, it's shit, but what can you do? Yeah. Um, so we made the most of the weekend and still booked an Airbnb down sort of Torquay Ocean Grove way. So that was fun. Did that, enjoyed enjoyed that weekend away. That'd have been really nice still. Oh, it was lovely. It was really good just to like get out, still have some fun, have some drinks and just yeah. enjoy life a little bit. Oh nice. Um but yeah, not too much else. Same, same, work work. <laughs> the usual. usual. I'm starting to fret though because I'm like, fuck. 
Bali is not far away, and I'm I can't believe it. Not organized. Like, at least we've all, like you know we've booked our accommodation. Yeah. But I was like, wow, okay, I need to actually sort all the other bits and pieces because obviously in this post-COVID, well, I say post-COVID, like, you know, kind of semi-post-COVID world, yeah, yep. um, there's so many sort of things with travel now that you need to sort. Like, even today, I didn't even realize that with the PCR, you have to, like, pay for an actual international PCR to, to be done. Right. You can't just, like, get a usual swab up the nose and use your text saying you're negative. Like, you Stitch have to up. have, like, a proper proper documentation. So, yeah. Yeah, I've got to sort all of that out, but yeah. It'll be worth it once you're there. I'm hoping so, yeah. yeah. <laughs> it will be. I'm, I'm hoping so. It's an overseas trip, yeah, so. I know, can't 100%. complain. <laughs> girls, it'll be fun. Yeah. Unfortunately, I'm going to have major FOBO. I just couldn't afford it Yeah. Um, at okay. this very point in time, so I just can't wait to see all the photos. I'll just cry as you guys send me you know, photos. Like, <laughs> I'm going to get so much bad separation anxiety. I'm probably just going to FaceTime you every day. I like, know. I literally saw you like middle of last week and I was like, thank God I'm seeing her tonight because I will all, I was going to cry when I saw you come out of the drive. I'm like, I'm walking. I know, it's been too long. Yes. Especially because I miss Friday night. I know, so yeah. I, I just miss so much. But yeah, I guess while, um, you know, we're on the topic of talking about Morgan breaking up with tequila, which mm. you know, we all know won't last long. It's I just mean, a short little break. I need a little hiatus. <laughs> We're just taking a healthy break from yeah, each other. 100%. This topic is all about the long-term relationships. Mm, yeah. It's a little follow-on from yes. last week. So uh, part two of the Rello series. Mm-hmm. I'll definitely be able to talk more in this one because yeah. I guess we've got you experience. but together for a while now, you and Joel. Yeah. yeah. And so have you and Aiden. So I know, yeah. It's pretty wild. So yeah, that's what we'll be jumping into today. Yeah. So we'll obviously, we'll start with our little love stories, how we met, the, yes. the roller coaster <laughs> that is relationships. Then we'll talk more about kind of like the issues that we've had and mm-hmm. and everything that's normal in a long-term relationship. Yep. And then we kind of just want to finish off with some, I guess, some tips that, that I would find, or like Morgan and I would find mm. helpful hearing those as people in long-term relationships and that we would discuss with like a bunch of friends if we're out for yeah. dinner anyway like yeah. if, the, if you know if someone's like oh i'm having this issue or that issue like we just kind of this is what we would give our little tips and mm-hmm. if you know opinions and yeah. advice on different things so yeah why I'm don't excited. you go and jump into it first Ames? what's your <sighs> little love story with your lucky and amy's love, love story um <laughs> well as i touched on last episode I never kind of casually dated. So Lockie's really like my first, he really is my first boyfriend. Yeah. First everything, really. Um, so we met when I was 17. I think he was 17 at the time, maybe 18. Mm-hmm. Um, we're only like nine months apart though, so it's not crazy. Uh, we went at work. So he was the dish dishy and I was <laughs> just the waitress, front of house. And we didn't talk for a solid year. Wow. I honestly thought he was, I don't know if I... <laughs> I don't know if I should say this, but all of my friends. So I worked with my best friend. She's the one who got me the job. And then we made friends there. Mm-hmm. But we thought he was just like the biggest stoner. Because he always had like bloodshot red eyes. Uh, he never spoke. He was just yeah. washing dishes. And then obviously chatted with the, the kitchen staff. Yeah. Turns out he wasn't a stoner. He just loved to get on the beers. <laughs> and we love that for him. We do. We do. <laughs> so, um, yeah, it was probably about like a year into working with each other. We must have we must have started working with each other earlier. Anywho, timelines tricky when you've been together for so yeah. so long. But yeah, so we like because we were all similar in age, like myself, my best friend, Lock Dog, and then another guy that we became really close with. Mm-hmm. We all started just hanging out. Like it was really good because we were working with like our friends and work was so much fun. Mm-hmm. I always see people say like oh, I hate hospital life, but I loved it because mm-hmm. I was just working with 
my besties and yeah. obviously Lock Dog, who I really liked at the time. Um, so yeah, just from like chatting, feelings grew and Lockie was super shy. And I also was very shy because I have never been like, you know, been in a relationship really. Yeah. Um, so thank God my best friend was there because she's the one who told Lockie that I liked him. Yeah. And then from there, he had the confidence to like <laughs> tell me because there were so many times he could have told me like we used to go out all the time after work and then we would just walk home and the ho- the walk home would be like an hour. Mm-hmm. And I remember, like, the week before he asked me out, we went out, and he walked me home, like, and oh, then bless. I had a soul, because then he had to walk, like, another 25, half an hour to his house. Um, and, like, I remember him saying he was really wanting to ask me out then, but he just, like, got too nervous. So, and then, um, yeah, I was out for lunch um, for one of my relatives' birthdays, and I got a message from Locke saying, hey, do you want to go out for, you know, dinner tonight? And I was like, oh, my God. <laughs> yes, I do. And then from there, it was really nice. So we kind of dated for... A month, a month and a half. As I said in my last one too, like he also didn't really, we didn't do anything. We were just like spending time at that time. We like, he loved him and his mates always went on drives. Mm-hmm. So I kind of just joined in on that. And then we also, we loved doing drives together. Yeah. That sort of thing. So yeah, that was, Cute. that's how it all started. And then honestly, from there, it's just, I also, I just look back and be like, where's the time gone? I know. Like, how are we together for five years in September? It flies by. Right? It's pretty wild. It is insane. And obviously throughout that time, we've had ups and very, very low downs, Mm. um, as you do in any relationship. But yeah, I thank God I'm sitting here today, Mm -hmm. 100% just in love. Like, there's just not one ounce of me that doesn't doubt that lock dog's like the the one for me mm-hmm. and who so, said it first who said i love, I love it lock dog so Bless. it was so cute again we were like we were in the dating stage we hadn't kissed hadn't we barely hugged like hadn't <laughs> held hands hadn't done anything and we were going to cape shank because cape shank is like out that used to be like our spot we used to yeah. love going there mm-hmm. um and we stopped off at a servo and lucky like never let me pay for anything so i'd always just hide like coins or money in his car mm-hmm. and he's like amy if i find the money i won't love you anymore and then like i paused <laughs> and i looked at lock and i was like love me oh. and then he went and paid for i think he got like milk or like a uh, chalky milk and then he came back and I was like, I love you too. Oh, it was so cute. So, cute. so yeah, like super, it's just, I love talking about that story because yeah, I mean, we're so in such sweet. a good place now. Mm-hmm. Obviously we've had, we've worked hard. Yeah. Everyone tells you relationships are hard. Oh, you, until you're in one, you're like. You don't realize, no. you don't realize, and it's not hard in the way like, like manual labor is hard. It's just it's hard it's in the way that it's emotionally like it quite is. a roller coaster. Yeah, and, and like, it's your life too. Yeah. But then it's also like I remember for the first two years of our relationship, I would only think about Lockie. Mm. You know what I mean? Like I only put him first. And that caused a lot of fights because I wasn't thinking about what was making me happy. Mm-hmm. Um so we'll talk about that a little bit later, like kind of what went wrong and how we fixed it. Yeah. But yeah, all in all it's a happy love story because we're genuinely, we're here now. Like we're on the same page. We're both working towards buying a house, hopefully middle of this year, which is mm. insane. Like yep. Lockie and I have never lived together. Um, and we do look, to be honest, like all of our friends who are in relationships, like rent together or like live together. Mm-hmm. So sometimes I'm like, look, like, are we so far behind? Even though we've been together for like the longest, like what are we doing? And it's just like renting is just not in our mm. plan think, and it's okay yeah i think the fact that you guys are like actually saving together and like pulling that money together and everything is 
I don't know. I think that's kind of speaks volumes more than renting in a way because it just shows that you're in it for the long long haul. You're ready to like purchase a home yeah, together. That, like that's yeah. that's a big ordeal. It is, yeah. And so, it's exciting that we're also in that spot. Um, but we're definitely at that stage. I was talking to one of my friends over the weekend because we went out for brunch and he was like, Yeah, I guess you never really know how someone is until you live with them. Mm-hmm. But I can honestly say, like, I know Lock Dog Oh, Lockie. I've got to stop calling him Lockdog. <laughs> His name is Lachlan. <laughs> I know Lockie like inside and out. Like yeah. I know how we will function together as yeah. living together. Mm-hmm. Um, but yeah, we're definitely at that stage where kind of like my money is his money and mm. his money is my money. Yeah. And that is really nice to know because we don't really have, not that we really ever had that stress of like, oh, well you paid for dinner last night. Mm. So I've got to pay tonight. Yep. But we're more in that just really nice groove of Mm. actual long term. So yeah, hopefully buying a house, like we always chat about kids and marriage. So yeah. you know what? Like, no hints I'm not forcing anyone but definitely wouldn't mind (laughs) wouldn't mind something on my left hand (laughs) in uh um in not too long so but yeah it's good I um I'm just super happy where we're at Mm. so and I'm happy for you guys it's so cute it's so nice to see so yeah it's really lovely thank you but tell us more about you and AIDS so how did how do we meet Well, <laughs> just to preface this, Tinder was very big at the time, okay? <laughs> so no one can judge the shit out of me. So I don't know, like, as I kind of was talking about last episode, mm-hmm. you know, I was on Tinder, living my best life, yep. whatever. And then, um, yeah, I don't know, we matched on Tinder. We were talking for a little bit and, of you know, honestly, to start with, it was more of actually like a friendship kind of, like it was flirty, but like... yeah. I didn't know. I didn't get the sort of, um, yeah, I, it wasn't like an instant, like, yes, like, yeah, he's the one. Obviously, nothing mm-hmm. like that, like it's Tinder. And then, um, you know, we were chatting for a little bit because, you know, we were going to all go to BTV together as friends. And yep. then we started catching up because I'm like, oh, I probably need to actually like, catch up with this guy <laughs> prior to just going to a festival yep. with this random guy. <laughs> anyway, so we like started catching up and like whatever. And I actually picked him up from a house party one night because he was in the area. Um, cause we were living in completely different areas for a while. So yeah, I picked him up one night and you know, he came over and he just chilled and yeah, we just like really hit it off, I guess. Mm. And I was like, Oh, there's something definitely here. Like there's, there was a bit of a connection there once we met up in person and it kind of just built from there. Um, yeah, so that's, it's nothing crazy or magical <laughs> <laughs> online dating. you. <laughs> Um, but I'm mean, sorry, like, let's normalize, like, meeting people online. Because 100%. How many have done it for fucking years? Yeah, man. literally. So Tinder, Hinge, whatever you're doing, like, yeah. who cares? And look where you guys are now. Yeah, so. exactly right. So, yeah. And, um, I don't know. Aiden said, I love you first. It was very, very soon. I actually, I didn't say it back originally because it was, you know, being my first relationship and everything. Yeah. I was like, whoa, this is a lot Yeah. Um, to process. But, yeah, soon after I said, I remember we... We went out clubbing with a bunch of friends. Um, and then when we got home, like, you know, you know when you just feel it? Like, you just... Yeah. And I just, like, looked at him and, like, bawled my eyes out. And I said it. And, like, yeah, it was just such a nice moment that you can just remember so clearly. Yeah. Um, so, yeah, that's our little so love story. I love that. So corny, but I know. there you go, guys. <laughs> and that's it. Relationships are really easy. So, thank you guys so much for listening. Yeah, that's all for today, guys. <laughs> Oh, God, I wish it was that easy. <laughs> if only. <laughs> <laughs> but it is worth it. Yeah, like, 100%. So worth it. But like we said before, like, we just want to keep reiterating throughout the whole thing. Like, 
relationships. I think that's a big thing I thought, like when I was dating and when I wanted a relationship. Mm-hmm. Like, oh, like, you know, I see all my friends. They're like with the loves of their lives and they're just like so happy. Yeah. But then like you don't see the shit times unless they like tell you and it's just... Yes. I think you forget yeah. like it is a bit of a mm. roller coaster from time like to time. It is 100%. And we'll, as I said, like we'll talk about that very soon. But I think before mm. we want to go, we just want to say three things that, oh, we love, yes. that we love most about our partners. Yes. Just, you go just, first. Just blow absolute smoke up their asses. Yeah. <laughs> Let's pump up their tires. This is a, um, I'm sorry if anything that we say is too much. Yeah. This is cringe. <laughs> just remember that we love you. Yeah. Absolutely. Um, oh, for mine, like. It was actually trying – it was hard to try and just narrow it down to three things. Mm-hmm. I'm just trying to find my list. Where is he? <laughs> oh, um, he's one – like, I know this isn't superficial a little bit. He's, like, the funniest person I know. He cracks me up every time. And he's sometimes – very funny guy. He is. And he's just, like, <laughs> naturally – he he will say something and it's hilarious and he's got a straight face because it was it was just what he's thinking. Like he wasn't trying to be funny. Mm-hmm. Um, and I love that because I love laughing and I, I try to be funny. It doesn't happen all the time, but you know, I make him laugh too, guys. <laughs> um, but yeah, he's definitely the funniest person I know. I also love how like he's so smart, mm. which is, it's crazy. So like Lockie didn't even, he doesn't even know what his ATAR is. Really? Mm-hmm. One, you don't need it. So I mean, why the fuck? Would what? You... He didn't even look. No, didn't care. Oh, wow. didn't, didn't phase him. But he is like, He's yeah. so smart and not just in like the information way. And cause he's one of those guys, like if he doesn't know something, like we're talking about something and I might ask him a question. He's like, Oh, actually, I actually don't know that he'll instantly Google it, mm. but it's so fucking annoying sometimes. Cause sometimes I think I'm right. I'm coming out here whipping some cool facts out of my ass and look, he's like, actually no. <laughs> so love that about him. Also frustrating. <laughs> Lucky if you could be, if you could just humor me sometimes, yeah. <laughs> just say that I'm right. That'd yeah. be nice. Um, and then like the, it was the the there's a tie for three. One is just the like he loves me, like every bit of yeah. me just for me. There's nothing he wants to change about me, the way I look, but also like my personality. And I love that mm-hmm. he makes me feel so beautiful, which is hard because I never feel that about myself. Mm-hmm. Um, so I really love that he sees me that way. Um, but then also like he's just so motivated mm-hmm. in the same way I'm motivated and that's why we work I think like he's yeah. really career driven mm-hmm. we're obviously both you know like home family driven we want to buy a house and you know yeah. create a family create You're in the careers. same place yeah, yeah and that's really good so that's my little thing Cute. lucky I love you <laughs> bless what about AIDS little AIDS little AIDS <laughs> what about Aiden we love Aiden. Um, yeah, obviously, like a couple of, of similar things. Um, he's a very, very, very patient with me, which has been this, you know, that's a big trait of his that I really admire. Yeah. <laughs> it's helped a lot <laughs> in multiple situations. But no, he's just, even like his support, like when I was going through uni and whatnot and just being patient when I had assessments. That's like the best. You know, it's just, yeah, I really love that. Yeah. Like him. Um, also, just how like compassionate and kind he is to others. Like I love... I love how, like, you know, close he is with, like, all, you know, my friends and my family. Yeah. Just, like, the genuine care that he, like, has for one other, pe- you know, other people. Like, you know, if my sister's, like, in trouble or something, like, we would literally go on, like, go on drive and, like, pick her up or whatever. Like, yeah. Or he, you know, he's just that kind of person um, that really cares and goes out of his way to help others. So, I really love and admire that about him. And then, yeah, I don't know. He's just always someone that's wanting me, wanting the best 
for me. So, you know, if I'm wanting to pursue something, he's just going to be there to back me up, which is really, really lovely. So, yeah. you know, even like little CBD things I want to do work-wise or whatever, or if I like wanted to open my own clinic one day or whatever, he would literally be like, yeah, that's awesome. He's there to support. Let's do that. So, yeah, he's always really supportive too. So, yeah. So good. Oh, we're in such great relationships. <laughs> we are. <laughs> now, the things that suck. <laughs> no, now no. for the Debbie Downers. <laughs> now for the Debbie Downers. Now, look, now I just want to kind of talk about how how hard it can be, like the ups and downs we've gone through as well. Yeah. Um, To normalize some things. Because I always felt when I was like struggling with Lockie that we just weren't meant to be because, mm. you know, we wouldn't, f- you know, normal couples or couples who are meant to be wouldn't fight all the time. Mm. So we just kind of want to normalize that it is okay. Mm, it takes work, takes compromisation. Mm. There's a lot of tears that happen. Yeah. Um, but yeah, so like, what sort of ups and downs, I guess, have you and Aiden gone through in like three, three, four years? Three and a half mm. now. Um, obviously, there's been little bits and pieces along the way and like, you know, there's some parts that I will keep private. Oh, 100%. Yes, yeah. But um, I don't know. There was a time in uni, I think it was as I was starting my master's. Um, and like, yeah, it was really full on. Like I had to really apply myself and just get this freaking course done. Yeah. Um, so I was actually living with Aiden at the time um, at his family house. And, you know, everyone was really supportive of me doing uni and whatnot. But I just, I needed my own space. Um, we were together 24-7 and it just like wasn't a good time for us like we just there was a lot going on um and you know I wasn't able to even like look after myself properly and we'll touch on that later but that was a big thing like I kind of felt like I was losing myself a little bit so I actually decided to move back in um and this was right before COVID actually to come to think of it um so yeah it kind of just worked out well timing wise so I moved back in with my mum and my sister um, and that was probably one of the best things for us at the time because, yeah, it just it just provided that space. And then, I don't know, it's nice to kind of miss one another again. And then yeah. I think you learn to appreciate one another a bit more. So And then I could just focus on uni as well. So that was a big thing. Um, obviously, it caused a bit of a, um, yeah, a bit of tension, I guess, at the start when I moved back in because it was like, oh, what the hell? Like, taking steps what's going back on? And, yeah, yeah, it feels like we're taking 10 steps back at the moment. But it then just propelled us forward, I guess. So that was a big thing for us at the time. Um, and then obviously just like little things, other things here and there. And then we've been together for like long enough now that we've had like moments where we're like, oh, you know, is this right? And you have to be really, you know, honest with mm-hmm. one another and like re- have that real open communication. It's like, yeah. okay, what are our core values? Do we share these things with major life things like money, kids? Like, you know, you have to have those conversations. Yeah. So, you know, we've had like, um, I wouldn't say arguments, but we've had sort of heated conversations <laughs> yeah. about different things, but I think it's good. I think you need to do that. So yeah, that's the main thing that comes to mind for me is like the moving out yeah. situation. Um, and yeah, that's, yeah, that's, that's, that's really, oh, God, I wish, I, mean, <laughs> I wish for no, like <laughs> I mean, there's been obviously lots of other big hiccups like, along yeah. the way. Um, but yeah, that was the main one. That was the main yeah. one for us that comes to mind, but Tell us about you and Lockie. Just remember, guys, Lockie and I love each other right now. <laughs> like, we're in love now, but it has taken time. Mm-hmm. So we got together, yeah, like, young age, 17, 18. First, that was my first, like, full relationship too. Mm. So I remember at the start, I don't know, I just put, like, every single ounce of my effort into Lockie. And mm. I, like, 
everything I did, I thought about him, which really like you shouldn't, you really got to put yourself first Mm. too. But because I did that for him, I expected that from him. And you know, not only are we young, but we're also immature. Like there's, there was games involved, like, you know, playing games at the start and we were just fighting all the time. Like we used to fight and it wasn't behind closed doors. Like we would fight most when we were out with friends, Mm -hmm. which sucked because then like his friends got a perception of me that wasn't true because mm-hmm. I wasn't just this shitty girlfriend. He didn't want him to spend time with his friends or do this or make, you know, do things yeah. that make him happy. But, and that definitely, because then that led to like, potentially like, I don't know this for facts, but this is just how I guess it felt like his mm-hmm. friends didn't like me. Mm-hmm. So then I didn't really want to hang around them. And then also Lockie didn't really invite me to hang around with them. Yeah. And that went on for a couple of years. So that was really hard. Mm-hmm. And that caused a lot of fights. Like, and it, I felt bad sometimes because I'm like, oh, like I'm just saying to Locke, I don't want him to hang out with his friends, but I just want him to spend more time with, with me. Mm. And looking back, like, as we've, I think we've said it one a million times in this episode on this potty already, like hindsight's a beautiful thing. Mm. And there's definitely things I would have changed, but then also that wouldn't have led to the spot that we're in now. Yeah. Um, so there was a few times like we definitely broke up and got back together. And I remember like I was always the one to break up with Lockie mm. and I did it for attention 100% and I've, yeah. he knows this like we've spoken about it I never broke up with him with the full intent of us never getting back together yeah. I always knew because I loved him he loved me I just wanted him to realize that if like at that point I was like if this doesn't change then when you know I'm not going to be with you but then like as we got more mature and as we got obviously we got back together broke up again got back together broke up again again that also put like I'm sure the like his mates and my I know my friends too. They were like, "You guys just like just don't get back together. You, you're toxic. Mm. You're not for each other." Um, you know that's that's that was the vibe. Mm. And then so we grew up a little bit, got more mature in this in the span of like you know six months. Realized that we shouldn't be trying to change each other. So we definitely implemented some things to make us better. But then um, throughout COVID, just some things happened that I couldn't let go of. Mm-hmm. Um, and I remember Lockie and I had like a few fights and we had like, I think it was a week apart where we didn't talk to each other and we haven't, we had a mutual space that was just in a car park that we would meet each other and talk just so like, it was kind of, Mm. there was, there was no feeling or meaning of that space to either of us, if that makes sense. So I remember we we met at the car park because we needed to talk about it and I got into Lockie's car and I looked at him and I just like broke down in tears because I knew in my heart yeah. I am done. Like I just yeah, don't have, yeah, point, yeah, I had, I, and again, like it's not all Lockie's fault. It was both of our fault. Yeah. Um, and thank God we're, you know, we've seen that come back together. But at that time I was just done and I broke up with Lockie for what I thought was the final time. And I have never like in, in that moment, I did feel free, mm. but I was gutted I remember like I called one of my friends Emma on the way home and I was just like in tears I was like I did it I broke up with him I was so sad because I knew that that was it like I there was not one part of me in my body that was like I'm actually I don't I don't want like I want to get back together with him like I didn't want that I just wanted to be out of that sort of cycle that we're in because we were it was a circle yeah and it was like an eight month nine month cycle where we would be really good yeah shit would happen we would hold on to it we would sweep it under the rug. It would explode. We'd break up. Mm. Then we'd get back together. And it was just that cycle for like, oh, yeah. I'd probably say two and a half to three years. Yeah. So it was like early March last year is when we broke up. And for six months, we weren't together. 
but in that time we were still talking um I remember it was like I think two weeks after I broke up with Locke and Locke wanted to chat just because he didn't feel comfortable with how things ended and that was fair like we didn't really talk I kind of got in the car broke down to tears said that it was over we chatted for a bit and I left Mm -hmm. so we had a we had a conversation said things that you know that weren't working in a relationship and then just over that six month period like I put in effort lock put in more effort than I did for sure and I do regret that but I also am thankful that I took that six months to really decide because I didn't want to get back together with Lockie again for it to only happen eight nine months later because it wasn't doing him any good it wasn't doing me any good like every time I did it it just broke him and I hated doing that because I loved him he was my best friend Mm -hmm. um and yeah so like thank god touch wood obviously no there are going to be other issues moving forward but since September last year to now although it's not a long time we're just in the best place ever we're on the same page have the same goals we treat each other with like the utmost respect Mm -hmm. um I love him with my entire heart he loves me like we're just in a really healthy Mm -hmm. healthy place yeah but it definitely took some like time yeah horrible arguments where we always said it when we always started dating we are the same person just a different gender and that's hard because we both have short fuses. Yeah. We both say things we don't mean when we're heated. Like we kind of just say shit to make the other person feel bad. Mm. More so like I did that to Locke. But it was definitely, you know, we did that together. So, And because I guess our fighting styles and our communication styles. Oh, communication wasn't the same, but our fighting styles were the same. It just got really nasty. Yeah. But then with communication, it was so different. Like Lockie likes to, if we're having um, like an issue... Look, he likes to kind of sit on it, mm-hmm. um, understand why, and then talk about it. Where I'm more of a person who just likes to get it over and done with. Like, yeah. let's let's open the conversation. Say, yeah, I think it's a boy thing in a way. Like, yeah, I, I've heard, yeah. Because Aiden's the exact same. It's, He's like, yeah. I just need a bit of time to like think about it. Then I can give you yeah. an answer, and then we can have the discussion. I'm just like, mm. I am ready. Right? To yeah. Go. See, I didn't like that because <laughs> I would then like if I if given time I'll get more angsty or I would think of more things that I'm angry about like I was telling it so for me I had to adjust to his communication style because Mm. there was no way that he was going to be able to meet my communication style yeah so I have just didn't change who I was but was able to just alter it a little bit to be able to properly communicate yeah um but yeah like we've definitely gone through up so we took yeah six six month break was the longest but we've obviously had like weeks apart as well Mm -hmm. um but and are there like any main things that you particularly did for yourself that you think really helped in that? Taking that time for myself. Yeah. Where I, because this, like most of the relationship, I just thought about Lockie. I never put myself first. Yeah. Yep. Um, and that didn't help him and it didn't help me. Yeah. So having that six months, I put myself first. Like yeah. I, like, you know, we didn't have sex. We didn't do anything because I didn't want anything to cloud how I, Mm. I'm feeling about this relationship or where, where I want to take it. Yeah. And it did get to the end where I felt bad because I was like, am I stringing Lockie along? Mm. And then we got back together and I was like, no, this is this is right. Yeah. But I needed – if we didn't have that six-month break, we wouldn't be together. Yeah, wow. For sure. We just – it wouldn't – although we're soulmates, we're meant to be, mm. it was just a really bad, vicious cycle that we were yeah. going through. And that's, um, I think that's what, you yeah, you need to obviously do is just to, like, break that cycle because that's the thing, like – 
you know, I think it's very common in relationships. Like we talk about these things and have this big conversation yes, about yeah. what's going on at the time. But unless that behavior is actually adjusted and changed and you like prove to the other person that you're willing to make it work. Mm-hmm. You just slip right back it into it. It just repeats itself yeah. and it's toxic as hell. It is. It so, is. Even though like Lockie's not, I'm not, I'm not a toxic person. Lockie isn't a toxic no, person. It's just, it's just the actions. Yeah. And it's one thing to be aware of it, yeah. but it's another thing to actually action. 100%. And we both said, you know, that we would, we would do this, we would do that. And then a year would pass and nothing's changed. And we we're just in the same shitty place. Yeah. So now I like, we're definitely a better place, obviously spending time with like each other's friends which is really nice too because I think that was really important that caused a lot of fights was that I never really spent time with his friends mm. so Lockie would have to kind of split his time up between his friends and me yeah and that would make it hard but now because I kind of do hang like we're yeah. all mates it's good because we can yeah. see his friends and or everyone's our matured friends. so much yeah 100 well. percent. like everyone's a bit different yeah. now but um definitely that was thinking back like such a big issue was just me not getting along with his friends yeah and now i hope like i think i get along with them but oh yeah 100% (laughs) and it is hard because like at the end of the day like unless you're that other person in the relationship you don't truly know what's going on Mm. so like yeah if you're getting flung all these different opinions from other people like it just kind of clouds it all so i think that's where the break would come in handy as well because you can be like okay i'm just gonna separate myself yeah focus on me like Mm. yeah it was it was really good and i definitely stand by having a break mm. is it's just it was the best thing for us and yeah and there's nothing wrong with it there is nothing wrong with taking yeah. a break there's also nothing wrong with breaking up getting back together like unless it's that goes on for a long long time mm. um then that's kind of when it becomes an issue but there if you take small breaks or you do mm. break up a couple times to get back together there is nothing wrong it kind of just shows that you guys are really committed to each other yeah but you're just not at the right time the right maturity level the Literally. right space to mesh yeah. it together literally my so. um my auntie her very first like partner um obviously like they went together for, like the whole time but yeah her very first partner she's now with and she's had like other partners in the meantime and it's like only like what like 30 years later that they're That's now insane. back together yeah and they're like so happy it's yeah, it's one of those right things time. it's yeah. just timing it um, is yeah so yeah, that's that's amazing. No. I know, yeah, but uh, like I think we just wanted to do this Velo series, obviously to chat about our own experiences. But yeah, just make it normal. I think if I heard someone say that to me when I was going through a relationship, mm. I would feel a bit better because I felt really bad. So I, f- you almost yeah. force things as well in the relationship. Yeah, like I wasn't happy, though, but I was like, oh, if we break up one more time you know, we're not going to work out. We shouldn't be doing this. So I would yeah. force it. There's so much pressure as well. And everyone's like, why don't you just break up? And it's like, but you, it's don't, hard just you to, don't understand yeah. the circumstance. And like, particularly when you've been, been together for so long Mm-mm. and you guys like see that potential and that compatibility, it's just like, you know, one or two things like the communication, whatever it may be is off. And yeah. you just do need that space for, okay, what do I need right now? Mm-hmm. Like instead of focusing on what the other person just needs all the time. hundred percent. Yeah. So and no, that's, that's powerful. Yeah. And breaks, like it doesn't have to be six months. No. doesn't have to be long at all, but just enough time for you to fully, like, if you're going through that really bad cycle, yeah. I honestly recommend, and although, you know, your partner may not think that, that you're taking, that your partner may think that you're taking steps back at the time, mm. but just having a clearer overall view of your relationship and how you truly feel will make it so much better. Because yeah. if you stay in a relationship where you're not really sure, um, you're kind of questioning things and you're not putting yourself first, it's going to first really not end out the way you want it and it's going to make both of your times hard because you're not going to treat your partner the way they deserve to be treated and you're also not going to accept like your partner could be treating you the way you may 
deserve, but you're not going to accept that because you're questioning the relationship. Yeah. So you're really not going to... It's all that... You're not meeting each other at the table. Yeah, it is. it is. Obviously, like, no relationship is perfect. And what we're saying isn't, like, black... You know, it's not black or white. Yeah. This is kind of our experience and what we've done. But it's... You have to respect your other partner because there's two of you, but you really do need to also, Mm. you know, make sure that every action you're putting into the relationship is... Like, you've got every intention of it. It should being... be, like, mirroring each yeah. other. Like, I think if it is a healthy relationship, you are equally putting in effort. It, should, it shouldn't just be one-sided all the time. Mm. Like, it should, yeah, you guys should equally be contributing um, to that relationship and putting in the energy and effort. So, Definitely. Yeah. But, yeah, so, that like, that's the ups and downs. Um, obviously, every, as we just said, every relationship's different. Mm. But I guess, do you have, like, any questions? I'm trying to think if I've got any questions for you in your relationship. Really, I think it's just great you talking about the break because, you know, I think, you know, there's even been times, like, I'll be completely honest, we've been considering a break because with COVID, COVID was tough, man. Like, you know, it really, Mm. um, you know, put a light on various issues (laughs) that anyone had in a relationship at the time um, or created new issues. So, you know, even like we've considered it from time to time in the past because I think it's just, it's healthy to like stop and actually like think about yourself for once because mm-hmm. as I said like when I was living with Aiden I like I kind of lost who I was as a person I even yeah. had like some some of my girlfriends from uni be like what are you doing like th- this is not you mm-hmm. and it's when you have external people being pulling you up on things like that that knew you prior to the relationship as well yeah they go oh, it makes you kind of stop in your tracks and go oh what am I doing yeah um so I suppose like yeah maybe like me moving back in with Aiden that was our form of a like not to the same degree but like just like sometimes we wouldn't like we'd still talk here and there but we wouldn't physically see each other for like a week at a time so yeah that was Mm. you just don't want to be living for the other person no and i think this is a big thing we want to discuss as well is like in terms of happiness yeah i i don't think you should ever like source that out from someone you should just certainly not complete yourself you are whole on your own Mm -hmm. you don't need someone to to make you whole you you know we're, we're brought into this world, you know, as beautiful whole beings and mm-hmm. we're happy and like, yeah, you need to feel, find things to fill your cup and that person should just like add that extra layer to your life and just, yeah, it's someone to share and experience life with. It's not, yep. yeah. Definitely. Like I, we were talking about it just before and I was saying how I could honestly spend, I could spend just nonstop flat out time with just Lockie and yeah. be content, but I could also do the same with just myself. Yeah. I could be content in spending alone time because I'm at that stage now. And I wasn't like that at the start. I was yeah. living for Lockie. Yeah. It was, I lost who I was, my sparkle, my mm. everything. Cause I was just, I just wanted Lockie to be happy. Yeah. Anything he wanted, I would do that sort of thing. Yeah. And that didn't, that, that helped no one. Mm. And now here we are like almost five years later, I am so content in how I live my life, my personality, what I do outside of our relationship yeah. that I could spend just solo time by myself and not, I would miss lock, but I would actually be like, I love my alone time. Mm. Um, and I would be so content that on the flip side, like Lockie's my, like he's my best friend. Yeah. I could, as I just said, like I could spend so much time with him just because he adds on to my happiness. Like what yeah. Morgan said, like he just, Lockie adds to my life. Mm. And then, yeah, I, everything I get from friends, family, I get from Lockie and the one person, which is really good. Yeah. And that's definitely something you should look for too in yeah. someone. You don't want to, be with someone who you feel like you have to have time apart with, oh, no. you know, to yeah, be you, happy. It should be someone that you feel like you can be super vulnerable with. And yeah. Like, 
have you know all kinds of conversations with as well definitely um, but a hundred percent do not live for your partner because oh, no, it will not, not result in any good for anyone no um so you really just yeah <laughs> think about yourself although you have to respect your partner you've also got to put yourself first yeah absolutely i think it sometimes can be a bit of a trap and that's i think sometimes that's the trend with some long-term relationships if you're not careful and mm. you just you're just constantly doing something for someone else and you don't... And then a couple of years fly by and you're like, holy shit. I know. Like, what has happened? What has happened? Yeah. Yeah. yeah it literally. is. It's crazy. So you got to take that time. Mm. Um, but I guess some tips we kind of want to just throw out at you guys just for some long-term relationships. Again, these are tips that we've got throughout our own relationship. Yeah. Um, and stuff that we try and, you know, reintegrate. 100%. We, I still oh, do most of yeah. these. Yeah. I try to anyway. <laughs> yeah. Um, so why don't you start us off, Morgi? Um, so I think a big one is like corny, but still prioritizing date nights. Like that's something that we have to, you know, we're trying to actually do a bit more at the moment yeah. because, you know, we moved out, um, into our little home in October, no, sorry, November last year. Yeah. Um, and it's been amazing. Like we have the best time, like being around each other all the time and like, you know, sharing a beautiful house together. But I th- almost think you, you like don't sometimes don't appreciate each other enough mm-hmm. um, because you are together all the time. You're like, oh, you know, I'll see Aiden, I'll see Aiden when I get home. Yeah. Like, you know, I don't yeah. have to actively organize anything. But yeah, you just need to make sure you both feel like loved and appreciated still. So I think planning actual date nights where you go out, do a little activity together, go mm-hmm. out for dinner, whatever it may be, is really special and powerful. And it doesn't have to be expensive. Like could be anything. literally do a beach date and just, yeah. you know, enjoy this, you know, sunset or something. So yeah, we're trying to do that a bit more at the moment, but I think that's a really, really powerful thing, no matter how long you've been with someone. 100%. I guess you even hear, like, old, like, not old people, but, like, middle-aged people who've oh, been married yeah. for years try to say that. And, like, it is true because, like, you know, we've only been together for almost five years and we don't live together. Mm-hmm. So we live with our, like, he lives with his mum, I live with my mum. Yeah. So we see each other three times a week Mm -hmm. which some people find that really weird because we've been together for so long but I actually don't mind it (laughs) you know what I mean because we're so busy Mm -hmm. but we definitely we never do date like we I can't remember the last date we went out on yeah we always go out for dinner but it's with other people yeah so that's definitely something we've been talking about to try and yeah just put a little bit more effort in even if it's just like once a month I think because like life is hectic yeah or even not it doesn't even have to be a date just like something meaningful like sometimes you know Aiden's pretty cute like he'll buy me flowers Oh, the sweetie! I'll come home and he's got like little proteas on the on the table. So Aww. yeah, just like little things like that, like you know, that will make you know the person stay or whatever. Yeah, like, just a, yeah, just a small little things. bits and pieces. Um, but definitely another tip is, and I think I mentioned it when I was talking about like locks. Lockie and I's downs mm-hmm. is just finding a mutual place to talk. Yeah. When we used to fight, or when we used to have like you know have those conversations, have those heated discussions to work out issues. I remember we would go to like my house or his house. Yeah. And sometimes that can be really awkward. Yeah. Depending on the the type of talk for like you know or argument that you guys yeah. are having, you one don't want the family to listen in because that yeah. can cause other people's opinions coming in which you don't want and it's just not private like no. it's just a bit awkward and then you don't feel like you can be i found i could never be truly like, honest open and honest yeah because yeah. like if i was at Lockie's house i wouldn't feel completely comfortable and i'm sure yeah. he felt that at mine um so that's why we always like there's a dirt car park in mornington that we always <laughs> go to thank god we've been there for so long yeah. um but that's where we went um we would always meet there because yeah. it's just a mutual place where there's no meaning yeah, we're just there to talk, so we just talk in the car. Yeah. Um. So that's really good. I would really recommend doing that. Yeah, we would literally just go for a walk. Like, you know, you could feel the tension, and yeah. I would just be like, 
okay, let's this time. <laughs> let's go for a walk. Get your runners on. Back in an hour, mom. <laughs> and yeah, it is good. It's just, and I think just being out of the house, it just helps mm. so much. And yeah, in that confined like private space, it's definitely it makes a big difference. Super important. Um, yeah, I think another big tip: trying not to hold grudges. It's so important, guys. It, it's really important. Like if you've if you've had a bit, particularly if it's a big thing, like if you've had a big conversation about it, you guys have put everything on the table like mm-hmm. you cleared cleared the air in the moment you just unless it's a repeated behavior that's different but you know if it's a if it's just like a one-off thing but it causes a lot of angst and tension you've discussed it it's over it's done mm-hmm. with let it rest don't hold don't be an olivia don't hold a grudge oh that bitch that bitch i'm so keen for oh my god <laughs> i just want to punch her in her face <laughs> oh we need to do a maths episode just we so you can do. absolutely rant about olivia because and Tamara. Oh, I'm di- and Sam even. I'm very disappointed. Oh, those three. Yeah. What are you like? Eighteen in high school? It was cringe. Get a life, man. We love Jesus. Dom. Jackson Dom. and Olivia though. Look, I don't like Jackson either now. Yeah, he's for, he's, he's he's the nah. male counterpart. So he's Literally, just, yeah. they just they belong to each other. Just toxic, ugly, not ugly, but you know. <laughs> but I mean, like ugly personality is what I yeah. mean. Like, just get out of my it's get just, out, get out of my life. I know. I it, get so it gives angry. me anxiety. It's just like it's so oh high school. God. I'm like, this is actually triggering is because Dom is so <laughs> fucking fire. Yeah, and Jack, bless. Oh, bless. <laughs> okay, we have to. Sorry, we're, 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 we're getting off track. <laughs> Um, so yes, back to yeah. Do not hold grudges. Yes, you, you must let go. Yeah, I think so. I this was, and I'm still working on it. Like I do tend to do it not all the time, but that like during COVID, that one major thing that happened, mm. I still hold on to. Yeah. And certain things trigger it. Like um, Lockie went camping a few months back, and there was like COVID in the famine because my mum's just kind of recovered from chemo. I've got to be really careful about what germs I bring around her. Yeah. So Lockie stayed at a mate's place for that period of time, you know, so he could also avoid the COVID and I also unfortunately we couldn't see each other mm-hmm. and that just triggered like what happened during COVID and, and yeah. everything like that and yeah. I did I got really upset and short with Lockie mm-hmm. and Lockie was like obviously we're more mature like more mature now so Lockie handled it like in the best way he possibly could and he was like what's wrong and then we spoke on the phone and I was like really upset and yeah and I do I tend to hold I don't hold grudges but yeah. certain things that I just struggle to let go of I think it's okay to still remember and like hold on to what's happened because the past is the past like you mm. can't just forget stuff yeah um i think it's when you yeah kind of have that real grudge and kind of agenda and you just and every time you bring it up and and you're just constantly like waiting for them to trip up that Mm -hmm. kind of mentality that's That's not very healthy it's super unhealthy and it's not fair to that other person like you're not giving them a fair chance to prove that they're willing to like move on make it work and yeah you know show to you that they're happy to like get 100 percent yeah super important that's a big thing as well um and another thing like i found that Lockie and i were really trying to do in the start of our relationship was we were trying to change each other mm. more so i was trying to change him i sound like such a bitchy girlfriend no i promise like i'm good now but back in like this the reflection start, is it's powerful it is yeah we all have little things that mm. are a bit toxic when you think <laughs> back to them but you, you live and learn and live grow and, learn and i don't do it anymore but yeah. definitely look we both tried to do it but i definitely tried to do it more was change Lockie. yeah um like i wanted him to be better at this or do this and do that and yeah. it wasn't working and i think we spoke i think my mom like my mom was i was so grateful my mom was Although she was my mum, she called me out when I was wrong. Yeah. She was a really good mediator, um, like good. third party. So yeah. I think there was one of the, like, we came downstairs one time and we were like, mum, we need, like, we mm. need you to talk 
we need to talk to you we're having issues yeah and she's like why try like you can't change someone Mm. don't try to change someone you just got to find out what works for both of you and kind of compromise in a way yeah so that is so important do not try to change your partner because it will not work out no you've got to find what compromises they can do and what compromises you can do and then see if that works it's just yeah and if it's something that's a deal breaker that's fine that's that's the other thing like if you if you're like i really can't compromise on this This yeah it's like such a big value core value of mine then that's okay there's nothing wrong with that then it's like okay well maybe we aren't meant to be but then if it's like other little things you're like okay i love this person enough Mm -hmm. unconditionally that I'm happy to, to like to change, put that aside change. yeah and, like, compromise compromise and make yeah. this work so but it is totally normal to as Morgan just said if it doesn't work out yeah like it's it's not the end of the world no the right person is out there for you absolutely um so yeah don't feel pressured into staying in a relationship just because I know um a lot of people think age as well they're like oh you know I've been in this long-term relationship for mm. five years I'm 24 if I leave now I'm gonna have to yeah. find someone and be with and them I've for a couple of years and, and yeah you kind of like blah, blah, blah. Yeah. no you've got to think about what's good for you in the moment yeah. and that time in your life and if that relationship is not working leave because mm. like just life will work out yeah. you've got to believe that life is she is a beautiful thing and it will work out and it, life works for you not against you exactly so. But yeah, yeah, you just don't want to force anything. So one, mm. don't try to change your partner, and two, don't force, like don't force the relationship like, yeah. itself. No, not at all. Yeah. And then yeah, I know we touched on this before. Putting yourself first, making sure you're filling your cup up. That's Definitely. A major probably takeaway from this episode yep. that we really want to highlight again. Definitely. And then yeah. Another one is like not also not to feel ashamed. I think I did mention it before, but it's okay if you break up. Yeah. And get back together. Mm-hmm. You are not a relationship that shouldn't, that you, you know, you're not two people that don't belong. Yeah. You've just gone through some rough periods and realized that you guys are actually, you know, you guys are each other's soulmate or each other's person. Yeah. And it's okay to get back together or take breaks. So, yeah, I used to feel so shitty that um, Lockie and I took so many different, like, little breaks and obviously the major break. But I couldn't, as I say, like, I can't talk highly enough about taking time for yourself and taking time away from each other Absolutely. to realize exactly how you feel. Yeah. So yeah, don't feel ashamed or don't be scared to either. Mm-hmm. Um, you want to, you know, if that's kind of the situation you're in, take that time. Yeah. And go with what you're feeling in the moment. Don't try and like worry too much about future outcomes here and there. Like mm-hmm. you just have to be like, yeah, very in the moment and try and gain that clarity. Like, hey, what am I feeling? Mm. Is this right? Like, yes. Yeah. yeah. You, you've got to make sure you're saying true to yourself. Another one, I think, again, we've, we've mentioned a little bit, obviously, like filling your own cup, not living for that person. And that also includes having your own friends outside of that person, yeah. like your partner, having your own hobbies, taking time away. Like they're really important because that's going to solidify the fact that you can find your own happiness mm. and that you don't rely on them. And you're still independent. Yeah. You do your own thing. Like that's amazing. Yeah. You just want to have your own thing going for you yeah. still. No, have like you don't want to merge into each other and just have this one joint personality that does you no, do everything. You don't together. want to be like, codependent because no, I God, I feel like I've just lived a one million lives in this relationship. <laughs> but I remember when I like the first year and a half I was with Locke because I I did I was in that stage where I lived for him. I would get severe separation anxiety, and every time he left, even if it was for work, he would leave, and I would break down into tears. Really, wow. it was insane. Like yeah. I remember talking to him, I was like, "Why am I crying?" And she was like, "Because you just." You're putting too much pressure on Lachlan yeah. to live a life for you. Mm. And it, it was horrible. And it did take some time for me to kind of get out of that. And that's because yeah. I think I was so unhappy, like unhappy myself that, again, I just was just looking at Lockie to fill mm. my happiness. Yeah. But yeah, it was insane. I couldn't, 
we would say like you know Sunday night he'll go back to his house because he's got work Monday morning I would just like be so sad and I'd be shitty for the first like like the last couple hours we were spending together because I was like oh well he's gonna ditch me he's leaving me like how dare he yeah and it was it was so toxic of my my mom like it was horrible so please don't like don't codepend on your part like don't depend on your partner and sometimes like you don't see it happening like it just kind of can happen over time yeah oh I had no I had no idea that it was happening and it is hard it's hard to kind of like come out of that again when you are particularly if like you are living together and you just literally spend 24 7 together yes like you know reach out to your friends actively like plan dates with your friends even like yeah, you have to fill your week yeah. up with you know seeing other people mm. even like you know plan a coffee date by yourself like if you you know if you can take your computer like sometimes i'll do that if i've got some notes or anything yeah um i'll literally go out in a cafe do some notes mm-hmm. and even that in itself you're like oh it's uncomfortable but i like it <laughs> yeah, like, it's, it's, yeah it's yeah, just you it's you're challenging yourself. yourself in that time yeah yeah it's really important um another thing and i wrote this down because i definitely think Lockie and i have taken this on Mm-hmm. is taking on their interests yes. now you don't have to love everything they love but like the main thing so Lockie is a like a, he's a car guy he yeah. loves cars he loves motorsports I had no idea mm-hmm. I was like what is a motorsport <laughs> tell me <laughs> and I remember like when I, I first started like you know we, we were dating we were together he'd watch like Bathurst and Formula One and MotoGP and I was just like oh my god I'm so over it and now I am obsessed. Yeah. Like I love MotoGP and Formula One. I'm not not that that much into like, you know, the um, supercars or V8s, but I still watch it because I do enjoy motorsports now. Um, and that's really tightened our bond as well, though, because I have really put effort into understanding and loving an interest that he's into that I can also, like I now love. Not that you should force to love something mm. that organically grew. Yeah. Um, like Lockie still rattles off so much car knowledge and I'm just like, oh, okay, honey. Like he... <laughs> He he talks to me like I'm one of the guys. Yeah. Like I know what he's saying. That's cute. In, in the way, no, but it is. But then it I'm is, also but like, you're like huh? I'm like, oh, <laughs> the poor thing. He doesn't realize that I'm not absorbing any of the information he's just told me. Um, but I might look. My knowledge is better. But yeah, I love GP now. Like, and Lockie and I every Sunday. Oh, when when it's motorsport season, like for now it's, it's GP at the moment. So when it's on every weekend, you know, we would get it up on KO and watch it together and get, you know, like it's just something that we can bond over. And then on the flip side, like Lockie's really tried to try to love (laughs) theater. Plus his soul. It's not his fave, but he does come along when like, you know, when it's a good show. Yeah. So yeah, it's that's, and that's really strengthened our bond because when we we're listening to each other, and two, we do find now moments in those kind of interests that we can spend together. Yeah. So that's really good. I'm trying to be better at that, actually. <laughs> but, like, Aiden's, you know, he's he hasn't been to dirt bikes for ages, but just, you know, in the last couple of months, I guess you could say. Yeah. Um, and, yeah, even just trying to understand that better and you know, all the bits and pieces that go along with that. Mm. I'm trying. <laughs> so He'll be like, oh, yeah, I need to order this new part. And I'm like, huh? No. <laughs> Look, I can tell you what it is. Couldn't even tell you what it is. <laughs> it's, it is so... But I used to, oh my God, I remember when, um, like I was working with Lockie and we, this is when we didn't really talk, but, um, all of his mates would like meet him at the front at like 1130 at night. There would be at the front of like our restaurant, there'd be like 15 cars, maybe not 15, that's an exaggeration, probably like, you know, seven to 10 cars yeah. revving their tits off. Like there's a, <laughs> there's a bunch of blokes outside and like my best friend and I would like just watch Lockie leave and be like, 
what the fuck is he into? Like, what is this? <laughs> yeah. And then I loved it. Like, I loved it. I yep. love the drives. I love it. So definitely take on their interest because yeah. it's gonna, it's going to grow your bond so much more. Yeah, absolutely. Is there any other tips that you've got, Morgie? Um, obviously, just the main ones, making sure you guys are on the same page. I think super important. It's, it seems very obvious, but I think we forget, particularly when you get start living together. Like you know, time just flies, and you know, when you're working full time and everything, mm-hmm. you do kind of have to pause and like make that time and space to have those conversations and just kind of yep. like check in with one another and be like, okay, let's make sure we're heading in the same path, mm-hmm. heading in the same direction, and just are on the same page about everything. So I think that's a healthy sort of rello check-in definitely and it's gonna make things smoother like obviously yeah. it's so easy to not be on the same page and so normal to not be on the same page yeah, yeah. but that's when you kind of as morgan said you got to check in to see and then if that's the case you kind of got to work and and mm. see like you know what the near future looks like yeah um but that's super important yeah even just like bring up topics like okay like what's your thoughts on like sending kids to like various school like you know if that's Literally, where you're yeah. at if that's the that you know time and place of in, where you're at in your yeah. relationship have those conversations and just be like vulnerable, transparent mm-hmm. and honest with one another because, you know, it's going to be discussed at one point or the other. The, the earlier sometimes the better, really. Because then you got to, like, I remember, we, like, even last week, like, you know, driving home, we are actually just talking about it. Yeah. Because I was like, we've talked about kids a lot. Yeah. Um, and we were talking about, like, schools and we were like, yeah, public for primary because, like, primary is not, like, it's important, but a public primary school will do. Mm-hmm. And then we were talking about private and then we were talking about would we send, you know, um... Because it's all about the kids, obviously. Mm. And if one kid's more sporty and the other one's like more theatrical, do we send them to different schools? Yeah. And it was just, it was really nice to have that conversation because we did find that we're both on the same page and the fact that it's kind of just going to be a waiting game until we see what that kid's like and yeah. what they want. Yeah, but it was really them. nice. Yeah. And it, again, like just grew that connection. You're like, oh, we are on the same page. Yeah, absolutely. It's really, it is good. So that's super important. Yeah. But yeah, look, we're going to wrap it up here. We are. Because yes. we've, <laughs> we've, we've chatted on and on about long-term relationships honestly i could talk so much more because there's just so much to talk about yeah um but we really hope that you did enjoy this sort of content obviously it's not interesting for everyone but we hope for those people who are in long-term relationships you do feel more at peace in your in Mm. your rello or you did get some good tips i guess in the way of you know it's okay to take breaks it's okay to talk about or be open with things yeah absolutely Um, but yeah good luck to all the relationships out there If you do have any questions, as always, just please let us know. Yes. But no, thank you everyone for listening to today. Yes. Now, don't forget to turn on notifications in Spotify to get yeah. a reminder when, we, when a new app releases. And we're on Apple now. So we are on Apple, um, Apple Potties. So, I mean, if you don't have Spotify, listen to us on there. Yeah, facts. Super excited. <laughs> but thank you guys again so much for today. And we hope you have a lovely day. See you guys. Bye. Bye.